back at it again. Four hours of sleep podcast. Time Hell to get yeah. fucky. <laughs> Still don't have my fucking creamer. We got no sleep. We're ready to go. I. I. <laughs> She's already uh, I lost out. it. <laughs> She's checked the fuck out, guys. Let it's me, time. Let me just say. So, Chris is going on his. I almost had vacation. Your trip for work. Yes. Starting this weekend. Yes. So to now context, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm so glad that was context for this story. Not at all. Tell. <laughs> so Lila, who is sitting next to you right now, just <laughs> yearning for you to play. Her ribbon is currently underneath my seat. And so she's very upset that I'm not playing with that ribbon with her. It's anyway, very sad. continue. So Lila has to get like a daily pill, right? And normally Chris gives it to her. It's just how it's been going. Yeah. Like I knew I was capable of doing it because she's so nice. But like you've just taken the helm there, if you yeah, will. Yeah, because, um, you know, I just love to stick my finger down my cat's throat. It's you really know? great. <laughs> so obviously while he's gone, I have to give her a pill. So I've just been like practicing this week so that I just got used to doing it because like if you don't stick your hand fully down her throat, <laughs> she will spit it out. She will spit it out. Like you have to make sure it goes down the old gullet, you know? But like she's not mad afterwards or anything. She literally is just like all over you afterwards. She thinks it's like a treat. It's her very bizarre. Emotional progress through the whole pill experience is very confusing because she knows she knows the cabinet where the pills are. When she sees me go there and knows that I'm not jingling the food bag, but I'm touching the the separate jingle of the prescription bottle pill. Yeah. She gets excited, but also worry. She like she gets very, you know, lumpy and like ready to rub up on you, but from a very far distance. It's very <laughs> weird. And then you go over to her and she starts screaming, like, enjoy. <laughs> um, and then you give her the pill. She's kind of dazed for, like, a few seconds, like, what just happened? And then she will love you for the rest of the evening. So I gave Lila her pill, like, for the first time, I don't know, like, a week ago or something. And ever since, she, I don't know, she has bestowed so much love on me. She thinks that I am, like, God's gift to her now. She trusts me more. We're closer. She literally will... She used to just, like, wake me up when my alarm goes off. She, like, wakes up. And then if I don't get up with my first alarm, because sometimes I set, like, five alarms. Duh. Yeah, we all know the feel of setting, like, an alarm every five minutes. Yeah. Until you get up. I need yeah. a few, because I like to set, like, a half hour before I really want to get up. So that it's, like, get me out of that REM sleep, baby. It's, like, I have to know that, like... My first alarm is not that I have to get out of bed. I like to be like, it's like snoozing, essentially. I guess that's, you know, what that yes, function for exists for. But I don't know? like hitting snooze. I don't like hitting snooze because it's too too chaotic, too unpredictable. Snooze is chaotic. I feel like, I, I think the iPhone snooze function is like nine minutes or something like that. And I can't handle that. Like, I just, I'm afraid it's not going to work and I'm going to sleep through it all. So it's a ton of alarms. And then Lila comes into play. <laughs> Lila comes up and just screams at you to be like, excuse me, I heard your alarm. It's time to get up. And it's not like they're not graze feeders and she needs like food. It's literally just like she loves us. Yeah. So it's great. But ever since then, now she sleeps with me at night. And so I've been getting less sleep because you know how like people do the thing where they're, I think it's called co-sleeping where you have like a newborn baby and it sleeps in the bed with you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm assuming they have like a little like, I almost called it a raft. <laughs> <laughs> But like cradle, a, kind of. Yeah. It's like this little padded baby thingy that like. I think it's called a cradle, but I don't know these see, terms. See, my fear, and I saw this fear with Lila, is that I'm just gonna roll over and crush her. <laughs> but hasn't happened yet. Lila will crush you. She'll yeah, she'll crush you. She'll let you know if something is gonna happen, and if all else fails, she does have claws, and she has used them before. So I don't, you know, I don't worry about that so but much. A baby way, doesn't have claws. I don't know. <laughs> My baby would have claws. A claws in this divorce. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Anyway, Hi. I feel like I'm sleeping with a newborn baby that cried a lot less because I've just been in really weird positions to accommodate for her comfort tenders and 
I've been like, I don't know. It's just a fucking mess. So I've been getting no sleep just because of that. And then we just had an early day today. So here we are. Overall, Very 10 tired. out of 10. And we are busy for every other day. So we're doing the podcast now. We have whole I food. like when we record it when I'm tired. I feel like I get more frunchy is what I wanted to say. Yes. We all know what that means. Yeah. We have Whole Foods coffee. Um, but not my creamer. But my not the creamer. I am, you know, 2019, starting off, you With know, the between very... the shutdown and my lack of creamer, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> like, they're, I don't know. <laughs> All I got to say is I'm feeling very unstable right now. My creamer is almost more of a stable companion to me than my therapist. And so <laughs> to lose both of them this year is going to be hard for me. <laughs> It's like a makeup product getting discontinued. But we, don't, <laughs> but we don't know if it's discontinued. Chris has messaged the company. <laughs> I like, literally have. I'm like, there is no grocery store in Seattle that has this creamer that we love so dearly. Please, I will buy like a I, case. I'll buy a case of it from them. Because it lasts direct. a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's, it's soy. soy. Yeah. Yeah. It's soy. Um, so, speaking of the cats, there's... There's a development with... <laughs> we have quite an anecdote to share with... Some of you already know this. Because we talked about it on their Instagram. And our Twitters. Yes. But, um, so we all know, Squeezy underscore Lila, the greatest Instagram to ever grace your eyes. If you're um, not following Squeezy underscore Lila, that's not written out. Like, there's an actual underscore punctuation what if you just wrote out squeezy underscore lila just to be a fucking asshole like <laughs> i would never as someone who has so many letters in their name i would never do that <laughs> to someone um so we have that account it's wonderful we discover squeezy the french youtuber who is extremely famous like, like the most famous youtuber he's got like in four france. million Twitter followers or something like that. I, I don't. Just, I creeped when I was doing some research for what we're about to talk like about. Like four million Instagram followers or something. Or yeah, it's a crazy. And I remember so... like when Riley and Fiona were here, and Riley was like, "Do you know there's a big famous YouTuber named Squeezy?" And I was like, "No." And I was like, "That's so fucking wild." And she was like, "Yeah, there's a French YouTuber named Squeezy, and he's fucking huge." And I was um... like, "Sick." And so I didn't really think it was going to play a big role in my life. But here we are. <laughs> but because it has. <laughs> it started off with Squeezy followed Squeezy underscore Lila. I feel like they thought it was, it was a, a fan, fan account. account. Um, clearly it's not. If you oh. take one fucking second to... And we're not following him, okay? Is I only just follow like, like five other cats and then like five select friends. It's just account. under the assumption that like anybody that has Squeezy in their username is just a fan account because it's like a quote weird name and nobody else would have that well fuck off brother we have we have the original squeezy i should look when his youtube channel was started what if that's his legal last name that's not french that's definitely not french his name yes that's french they're speaking (laughs) i just please look that up when did he start his youtube channel i'm looking that up right now our lord and savior squeezy is six goddamn years old right Yes. yes Continue okay. The story. So anyway, so we have this account, Squeezy underscore Lila. It literally has a photo of Lila looking fucked up as the icon, and the entire feed is very blurry, fucked up photos of them with hilarious captions, if I do say so myself. And the bio literally says something about them being cats. What? You have some information. He's uh, He started this journey before Squeezy was in this world. Okay. He started in January 2011. His, his YouTube anniversary was two days ago, actually. I don't it was give January a flying 8th, fuck. Um, <laughs> he also has uh, a nice, frosty 12 million subscribers. So Shit, we were underballing. I am so sorry, yeah. Squeezy, if you're listening. <laughs> Desolé. Um, yeah, so I've been having to brush up my French because I've been DMing his French fans. Um, but like, anyway. Are you the real Squeezy guy? Oh my god, no. I've gotten some funny shit. But anyway, so I, I, realized, I didn't even realize that he was following us, but I started realizing that I was getting all of these follows by like people with the word squeezy in their username. Yeah. And then I made the connection, oh, it's a YouTuber. Oh my god. There's fan accounts that are following us because they think we're a fan account. And since he is following us, obviously we must be of some importance. Right. Like, Which is brand. so funny because does he, I mean, I don't know. Instagram's fucked up. 
and he's probably never liked one of our photos, so yeah. he probably never sees them. But, but there's like, probably like somebody that's that famous. They have fans that are gonna creep their whole following and see like who is. But in I mean, that. Squeezy himself. Like, do you think he's been on his Instagram feed and he's just scrolling on through, and then he sees a fucked up photo of Lila with the caption? I don't know. I feel like, like the algorithm probably doesn't show. I don't know. It's so fucky. So the we and I. So on regular Instagram, for my personal, I lose like 100 followers a month or something ridiculous. Like that's how all of the influencers are right now because the algorithm is fucking sucking. Not our cats. They got steady gains. The cats get like 45 a week. (laughs) It's insane. I am so like, honestly, one of the best days of my life was when they surpassed me on Instagram. I want them to surpass me. It's my that was it's my life's work i don't give a shit like i literally they are my ticket to fame it's (laughs) on i don't even know like i would sell out like (laughs) take that out of context (laughs) like if they were able to get but it would have to be a good sponsor like i'm not gonna fucking shill scented cat litter because they don't use it. If Lila Arm and Hammer came up and was like, yo, because that's the brand of litter that we use. Even if Army Hammer came up <laughs> and was like, call me by your chunk. I want to sponsor them. Can they have like a, you know, if they had like a little spotlight at like the call me by your name premiere. The yes. second one. I think they're making a second one. I could be totally wrong. That could be queer baiting, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's not true. Um, anyway, long story short. We get like hundreds and hundreds of followers and I get a lot of like French comments and likes and French messages and they all have to do with squeezy and I have even started to be a little fucky about it. So someone asked me, you know, like the Instagram sticker that asks questions or whatever. Yeah. So someone asked me, they were like, are you aware of the French famous YouTuber Squeezy? Like ex-Squeezy, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, it's just a photo of our cat. (laughs) And then I was like, this is the most famous Squeezy. (laughs) And then now my bio says home of the world famous or the most famous Squeezy or something. (laughs) Which is absolutely not true, but I don't give a shit. So, um... Then we were just posting on there randomly one day, and then I was sharing shit to Twitter, too, and I saw, or no, it might have been a comment on one of their posts. Somebody said, like, did you know that Squeezy, the person, is dating somebody named Lila? Well, this all came out when I got my first hate mail on that account. Yes. So I get a DM from, I'm assuming, a French person, and I couldn't tell you i always thought was married and i was like this is gonna be fucked up like i just know this is gonna be not good and so i translated it and it probably means something different with french slang but the gist of it was they called squeezy filthy son of shit yes (laughs) now my twitter name is filthy son of shit (laughs) when we get to talk about squeezy's unspeakable moments that will make a lot more sense to be honest (laughs) like low-key they they read him yeah and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> my 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 sque- son my being cyberbullied right now. Yes. Thank God his parents run the account for him so he can live his adolescence. I'm like a free. pageant mom. I know. <laughs> like a like a show mom or something. It's, it's great. So that all unfolds and there's like this whole drama. Then I'm getting a bunch of messages from other French fans of ours now that are like, I love your cats. They're beautiful. Like, it's just so nice, you know? Yes. Um, and then we find out on Twitter that the YouTuber Squeezy is dating someone named Lila. So I tried to verify this. There is like a wiki. I don't know if it's just like YouTuber wiki or something like that, but it says on there... From what I could translate and from what I'm guessing it said is that, like, he's been dating somebody named Lila since, like, July of 2018. And I couldn't find posts of them, like, together on, like, This could be all, like, speculation. Like, you know how people think, like, certain YouTubers are dating and they're not. But. It looks promising. It looks promising. If it's on a wiki, it has to be true. Um, So, I really just cannot believe that the universe... We name our cats Squeezy and Lila, and then there's a Squeezy YouTuber who is dating a Lila, and we are now the ultimate fan account. I feel like we have to watch his videos. Like I don't know <laughs> if I can do that. Yeah. I, it kind of ruins the 
the image here. Because I have no yeah. idea what kind of... I'm assuming he's a gamer, right? Uh, I thought he, he might was. Because be, I did see he had us like a live channel as well. I don't know if it's just like to be live or to like stream games. Okay. Because I don't want to ruin my own like inner bubble about it, you know? I'd like to think that he... Also, m- I only subscribe to one Squeezie's mind. Yes. And that's ours. Absolutely. I don't even understand his mind, but, no, you know. It's just too powerful. <laughs> Isn't that so fucking wild, though? I love that. that I just really remember, great. like, I thought the weirdest thing, and this is not even that weird, was, like, there's that other YouTuber couple named Rachel and Chris. Yeah. That was when I was still on YouTube, and I was like, that's so But, I mean, like, crazy. Rachel and Chris are not exactly the most unique names out there. Squeezy. Is kind of unique. Is the most unique name. Lila, not so much, but the combo, Squeezy-Lila combo platter is very interesting. It's... Two of a kind, apparently. I can't believe this. I'm very upset. Yeah. So go follow that account. Yes. It's worth it, in my opinion. And um, We are absolutely biased, but yeah. also we've received nothing but good feedback. It's. <laughs> I've literally never received. Like, that was the filthy son of shit comment I almost think was not hate. <laughs> and I love it, honestly. But then I started getting messages from people being like, do you know that... Uh, squeezy like the youtuber follows you and i was like oh yeah like and, and this person's trying to converse with me in french so i'm like trying to like in my shitty like i haven't taken french in like a decade yeah. trying to respond and they were like well can you send him a message he'll see it and i was like i have to stop reading these dms <laughs> <laughs> like, i am not about to fucking message this person um fastest way to get unfollowed by squeezy i don't want to He's really him. If him following me is putting our engagement up, (laughs) yeah, like our engagement is nuts. (laughs) Like it's so fucking funny. So algorithm hooms. We've broken it. Like we've (laughs) hacked it. And it's like you know everybody tells you like have a theme, have carefully curated photos of good quality with good engaging captions that ask a question so that your followers can engage in the comments, post regular videos, and use Instagram stories. We do none of that. Literally none of that. We post blurry photos with weird captions. We're never asking for feedback. We now have just ventured into Instagram stories, but we're very like... It's like one day we'll post five and then you won't see any for a month. (laughs) Yeah. So... If that sounds like something you would like to do. <laughs> if you love in- inconsistency in your life, then that's a perfect account for you. <laughs> it's so fucked up. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. Um, speaking of algorithms, I, I made the change. Um, so like Twitter, like a, a few weeks ago, actually gave you the ability to, for real, change your feed to reverse chronological order, which is what it was when it first started. Can I say something? What? You're the only one I've ever heard call it like reverse chronological that's what they call it so that's what i call it i know what do you i just hear everyone else just being like chronological i just think it's fun well whatever i just think that it's funny that's all (laughs) i'm not trying to drag you i just think it's interesting you weren't trying to but you kind of did so (laughs) wow um so i've had it in chronological order since that came out but then i started to see that I follow well, a lot of crap. <laughs> I get, you know, it's so true. I followed like 20 accounts. I saw so much more business tweets and so much fewer actual content that I would like to see. I didn't see your tweets anymore unless I actually went to your I don't page. think you want to see mine. <laughs> I know your tweets are trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I wasn't seeing like anybody's tweets except for like, businesses that like tweet like all the fucking time because they have like a team i was just seeing como and it was just fear-mongering yeah so like (laughs) i put it back i changed it to the best tweets so did i i'm enjoying it more now because i missed it in case you missed it because i'm not on twitter 24 7 so i like to come back and see what pen badgley's up to (laughs) the only thing that i don't (laughs) <laughs> that I wish I could turn off is that like seeing what other people favorited. Although sometimes it does give me funny tweets that like I, yeah, I just it's see. just like it, it's I showing creep me, people's favorites. It's showing <laughs> me so many of those tweets that I would like to stop. Yes, you know, we need more options. Yeah. Though apparently they're going to be rolling out a feature or testing it where it allows people to know when you're on Twitter, like active. Yeah, they're doing which, a whole bunch of shit right now. They just put dark mode onto the like the website version of it, which I use at work. Oh, cool. And so, bless. 
I, that was amazing. Any website or app that I turn dark has never seen the light of day ever since. Facebook needs to do a fucking dark mode. I don't know. Facebook wh- is in perpetual dark mode. I mean, it is the dark zone, you know, but like. I don't use Facebook enough to care about what my retinas are doing when I'm there. <laughs> if anything, it's just like, my retinas are dying right now. Time to leave. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll go to a different Honestly, place. Honestly, I like that it stays light. It reminds <laughs> me to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, they're testing like an active feature. And I know Instagram had that a bit ago. And I immediately disabled it because no one needs to know that I'm looking at fucking weird beauty hacks <laughs> with like, Chris. It's just like every... <laughs> every fucking uh social media just does that and then adds like the equivalent of snap map you remember that yeah that's still a thing i think but i've disabled that no one needs to know where i'm at duh (laughs) you're locked out of here so that's so fucked up oh well yeah true (laughs) um but yeah so they're doing like the whole like show when you're online it better be an option because i just think like that's just it will be great when I'm contacting customer support through Twitter, but that's it. Okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. I just think it's already, this is my biggest pet peeve, is that, oh, like, hey, I first of all, I live with my phone in do not disturb mode because I am of the mindset that if I want to interact with people, I pick up my phone and open the lock screen and see if I have messages or reach out to people so that I'm not constantly, and I have like some things that it's like if it's an emergency and some emergency contacts that if they call me repeatedly, like it goes through, like whatever. But like text messaging and like Facebook messaging and all this bullshit, like Instagram DMs, I don't have notifications for fucking anything because I, need to get shit done and i am an adult and i don't have fucking time to be talking to 400 people a day about random shit when i'm in the middle of my day just because people like are like oh you're just constantly available because you have social media and a phone no i am not constantly available i'm not even that interesting you shouldn't even want to talk to me first of all (laughs) second of all i am just easily distracted by it i love coming to my phone and seeing like I'll get the, obviously the text message notifications. I'll have like Facebook messenger, like show me, nobody talks to me on there. So it's okay if like that pops up for me and have like Postmates notification on. So that way I know when the fuck my food is showing well, duh, up. Yeah. But like, other than that, I don't have a notification on for anything. I don't see like stupid red bubbles on any fucking thing except for like the email and like phone and everything like that. But like, right. I love that. I'll just look at my phone, answer a text that I might have, and then whenever I'm done, especially now, like starting a new job, super busy, at the end of the day, I'll go check like all the news stuff that I have and social medias and everything like that, and I'll just do it when I want to. Also like, so sometimes you're just fucking tired and you're not in the mood to have a conversation. That doesn't mean you're an evil bitch. Read receipts? Fucking off, man. I'm never. You're the only one I have them on for. I think they're chaotic evil. That I, what is true evil? What good comes out of read receipts? I the only thing that is good is that like you know that you have that I have seen your text and you just know that like I'll get back to you. Yeah, like, that's the only reason why we keep it on for each other. We're it's just, just like, more of like an anxiety thing. Like if I if he's like out and like it's raining or <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm just I'm always worried he's gonna like die in a car crash. Sorry, I have PTSD. So I just will text him if he's like taking longer than usual and I'll be like, hey, are you good? And like, if you read it, then I know like, oh, maybe he's like about to go drive or whatever, or like you're at work and I need something or I need to like say something. And then you read it and I'm like, oh, he's like in a meeting, but he'll get back to me. So I know you're like alive, even though theoretically you could have been kidnapped and someone could have your phone, but I got to turn off the paranoid hey, thoughts hey, sometimes. Hey, 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 I got face ID now, you know, nobody can get in there except for this ugly mug. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Actually, wow, thank you. Yes. Until someone skins your face. <laughs> a little worried about that face transplant. Rachel just played the serial killer mission in Red Dead Redemption 2, so she's got some wild theories going on here. Also, I have PTSD. So anyway, so notifications. What yes. What I'm trying to get at is like, so sometimes you're not in the fucking mood to have a conversation, and that is completely 100 percent okay because before like 2009, 
I never had to worry about this shit. It was fucking great. I had a house phone, bitch. I had AIM when I got off had of AIM, school. And if my mom needed to make a fucking phone call, I wasn't talking to anybody because yeah. I couldn't be on the computer because the internet was attached to the phone, bitch. But back in the good old days. <laughs> you know, I had to go through like eight layers of screaming into the void to get onto the computer anyway. Like that was happening. Also, nights and weekends, you know? Unlimited. And like, I didn't have a cell phone. It was fucking great. And I thought it was terrible. And now I miss it. But uh, what I'm getting at is it's totally normal to be fucking tired and not want to fucking get into a big conversation. And, and so sometimes the- I just don't respond or sometimes I'm just like, hey, like, I'll talk to you later. But also, honestly, I just like respond the next day. Like, so that's then, not like, a crime. Fucking like when <laughs> when I am going on social media, it's like I'm not going there to like really get into a fucking conversation with people. I'm just there <laughs> to like check on I'm here to read what happened this day. And so when I hop on Twitter, I don't want people to be like, my DMs aren't open anyway, but like, I don't want people just being like, hey, fucking time to talk to Chris. He's going to reply instantly, blah, 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 whatever. Like the expectation is just that you're there. And so like, it just adds a layer of like, if you tweet at somebody and they're like showing us on and then they don't interact with your reply or they don't interact right. with their tweet. Like then it's just like a whole nother level of like shady. You get me? Yeah. And just adds to that. They're gonna be like, you're ignoring me. And they're like introducing this as like a part of a push to like make Twitter a more positive fucking place. In and, what and, fucking and world to like what was it like feel bad for celebrities. It was like to like pave the way for starting better conversations or something like stupid like that and so they have like icebreaker tweets now too like that you can send to like talk to people or something oh my this god this is not like a they're I think acting like this is like fucking discord or something we don't like that know. you know like we, we're not unsure how to talk to each other it's just the nazis are on your website and you have to get rid of them yeah <laughs> um, that's it, that's it. <laughs> they're too talkative frankly yes. um and I don't want to know when they're online, and I don't want them to be online. You yeah. feel me? Um, but no. But I, we will get to see when fucking Trump is on at, like, 2 a.m., like, doing weird-ass shit. I don't care to know. I know. Um, my thing is, like, you know, you get those weird people in your life. And I'm not friends with a lot of people like this, but, like, I've, I weed out people like this because I just don't have the time to, like, deal with this kind of crap. But, like, the people that are, like, I texted you... And I saw that you retweeted something on Twitter and you're a piece of shit for that. You know what I mean? Like, I can retweet something on Twitter because I thought I'm reading my Twitter because I'm enjoying reading Twitter and I'm not in the mood to have a conversation. Like, and if it's like pressing, if it's like an emergency or something that like demands an answer right now, like say I'm having people over and they're at the grocery store and they're like, yo, I'm at the grocery store. Do you want me to pick up something? I will answer that promptly if I see it like around the time that they send it. You know what I mean? But like, you know, sometimes you just, you don't, I just, I hate this like shaming about like not being down to have a fucking long conversation at all hours of the day because all social media lets everybody know when the hell you're on. I don't know. Like I don't want to like, and then this is coming from someone who has, like, all of my phone calls with my friends are, like, five hours long. Max. Yeah. Not max. But that's the way minimum. that you do it. You, like, you set a time, you set aside the specific time when you're gonna get all this talking done and you're gonna talk for, like, hours and you do that at, like, longer intervals. Yeah. So that way it's not, like, just little tidbits like all the time. Like, me and my friend Megan. So Megan lives in New York. <laughs> I've known her forever. Not really, but, like four-ish years yeah and we're really close that's forever for millennials i know (laughs) we're really close but obviously she's on the east coast i'm out here we you know we're busy we have different schedules whatever and the last two months i like completely did not talk to her because we were when we kept like trying to schedule time to talk to each other but i was just so fucking busy with everything that was going on with the store i just and i it's like sometimes i like being on the phone when i'm working because it keeps me company, but then sometimes I'm not, I'll like get up and start pacing and I won't like get my shit done efficiently. And so I just had no time for distractions. And I don't think that's fucked up. Yeah. So, and she was so understanding. And then the other day we caught up and it had literally been like two months since we had a talk. And we didn't even get to talk that long because she was busy too. But like we set aside time to talk and it was great. And like, I just think that's the way it should be. 
and not everybody is it, it's just the idea that everyone is like entitled to my time at all times because i'm I have a phone. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And so I totally understand why people take social media di- dick talks. Holy fuck. What the that's fuck? TikTok for Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe that. Um, so uh, I totally get why people do that. And fucking I wish I could take social media detoxes. But because I run, I run an online business that requires me to be online and engage duh like i can't just like disappear because when i disappear then the algorithms don't favor my shit and then no one sees my art like that's the tea like i don't know so i just have my own boundaries where it's like i only go on twitter like a couple times a day and not for very long and i'm not always at everybody's beck and call unless it's like really important and when i'm like have the energy to do it you Mm -hmm. know and um that's definitely like a now problem i don't want to get into it like too crazy because there's so much in it but there's an article from buzzfeed yes our lord and savior that i recommend you all read about millennial burnout um it was super fucking long yeah but it was really really good and this conversation about how like because they talk about like texting and slack and like all these different things about like always being connected and like always talking all the time is just like another like task on top of like the millions of other things that millennials like have ingrained into their mind that they have to do that you get burned out yeah and then like, you just don't do any of it yeah <laughs> like, and then you just like, then you just disappear yeah <laughs> no i some of the article like wasn't completely relatable to me um yeah, of course it wasn't like a hundred percent like. But like, Whoa. there were definitely things in there that I was like, yeah, that's that describes me. But I would yeah. say like, yeah, sometimes like just answering all this shit like makes me feel like it's just like a task on my list instead of like a genuine like I am wanting to talk yeah, to this person. Yeah, like it's like, and we- it's that's not even like to say that I'm trying to be mean because like a lot of the people like first of all this is not applying to like anyone really and like my close yeah. circle. Yeah, this like, is like more the acquaintances in yeah. your life, you know. Yeah, to be yeah, to be fair, just because like I don't know the people that I've gotten really close with are on the same fucking mindset yeah, with yeah, me yeah. on that. We all can kind of agree, and we're all fucking busy. Like we like half of the people I know right now just started new jobs. You know, like we've got people that are still in school. so many of our friends doing multiple jobs, like yeah. or like jobs in school and stuff, and, and like sometimes for me because I do work from home. And I do make my own schedule. Like, I do have more of a opportunity to kind of fit in when people can squeeze me in. And so I do kind of bend for a lot of people a lot of the time. But I'm trying to... One of my goals for 2019 is to, like... Prioritize pri- your schedule. Prioritize my work and not just think of it as, like, well, you know, you I, I, I'm less flexible than them. So, like... You're or doing- I'm more flexible than them. So, like, I can just fucking stop what I'm doing right now to like do whatever. And I need to like stop doing that because then I end up stressing myself out and no one else does that for their job. And just because I work for myself doesn't mean I should, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just a side note, but. but it's like, yeah. When you have like all these like notifications and like all these like acquaintances, I'll say they like are contacting you and stuff. And like, it just like, it gets to be more of like, more tasks on everybody's extremely long to-do list instead of like actually like conversations that you want to have and i'm already fucked up like i'll be up you know it's like 1 a.m and i'll check my email and i have for my email the only thing that i get from etsy that i have a separate like folder that's all of my purchases and refunds and like filter to it and yeah but the only emails from Etsy or related to my business that go to my main email are Etsy conversations because those are really important. It's usually customer service. So I want to see those. And so it'll be like 1am and I'll get like a customer service question and I'm like, okay, I got to fucking answer this. Someone needs a refund or someone, you know, their package got lost or whatever. And I'm like suddenly like in it and I need to have better scheduling. So I'm already bad at that. But that one I feel a little bit less shitty about because I still want to have really good customer service. I don't know. It's fucked up. But I don't know. That's part of what the fucking article talks about is that how we are all like trained to just be like drop everything for like being successful in your career kind of vibes. So 
I just recommend going to read that because I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, so I think now would be an appropriate time for some ads. But before we go to that, we mentioned at the top of the hour that like I am going to on a trip next week. And we mentioned it last week, but I feel like it's just throw it in here that we're not going to have an episode next week. Yes. Because of that. Yes. yes. So it's just another reminder. So... You know, polish off your uh, spurs and we'll get kicking those saddles. Whoever runs that uh, CWC Quotes Twitter, you can just go back and find some more spicy quotes from old episodes. (laughs) Please just entertain us with those. All right, let's do some ads and then some quizzes and questions. Hey, y'all, this week's episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by Zola.com, which is the wedding website that will do anything for Love. We've talked about Zola many times before, but Zola is the site where you can plan your wedding. You can have a free wedding website. You can get, sign up with a registry. You can have everything linked and all together, and it looks beautiful. It's super simple for everybody to find. So to get serious here for a minute, Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with a free wedding website, your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations, and easy to use planning tools. It's a good way to let your guests know that you really want a fucking KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody that's had a wedding knows that it is incredibly stressful to plan. So and Zola, we're experts. We're absolutely experts. So with Zola, it's super convenient to manage all of those things online in one place, and it will save couples many, many hours. They have over 100 100 beautiful wedding website templates to choose from that'll fit any couple's style. And then you can link in your registry to once again confirm that everyone at this wedding will get you something from KitchenAid. (laughs) So if you've got a wedding coming up in 2019 or know somebody that does and you want to try out Zola, you can get started with a free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry by going to Zola.com slash CWC. Again, to get your free wedding website and $50 off your registry, go to Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash CWC. Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is sponsored by AdamandEve.com. You heard it. We're re-recording this ad finally. Are you sick of hearing the same old shit each week, bitch? So you guys know, if you're in the mood to buy some lingerie, some toys, some bedroom necessities, if you will, you can always go to AdamandEve.com, and for a limited time, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But it doesn't just stop there, folks. When you get your one item at 50% off, you can also get three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. We still don't know what she is. (laughs) One day we'll figure it out. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping off your entire order. So go to adamandeve.com, use code CWC at checkout. That's CWC at adamandeve.com. All right, so our quiz here, totally on topic. Your taste in vegetables will reveal your favorite fruit. The fucking <laughs> boy at BuzzFeed that hasn't tried a fruit or vegetable is quaking. He um. <laughs> left the chat immediately. <laughs> so first of all, I like to answer this before I do the quiz. What is your favorite fruit? Banana. What? That is shocking. That is absolutely shocking. Why? What I don't you, know. I just. What would you think? I don't know. I don't know what I would have thought, but I just... I didn't, I, I didn't pin you for banana, a banana. Banana is I one is a fruit that doesn't make my mouth fucking tingle, so that's cool. Good call. Um, also, I enjoy the natural flavors as well as most artificial banana flavors. Most. The candies, you know, I can't think of one that I don't, but I'm sure there's one out there that's like, eh, eh. laffy taffy, runts, you know. They're all great. Those are like the only two. <laughs> that's all I can think of off the top of my head. But that one skittle fantastic. pack. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it Bright Side or something like that? Those are no, Tropic. Tropic? Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. fucking know, honestly. <laughs> the blue bag. Okay, what about you? Lemon. Oh, yeah. I guess that's a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking... It's, it's like, an entree. Citrus to me is like, it's not a fruit. It's its own category. It's, it's citrus. It's like vinegar. Yeah. Like, you need her. Absolutely. Everyone that eats vinegar <laughs> loves the chat. Um, all right, so these vegetables. What's 
your favorite? Choose a red vegetable. Okay, first of all, they have a fruit in here. They have a fucking tomato. <laughs> so I think the guy that has oh. never eaten fruit or vegetables well, fucking made this quiz because he doesn't know what a grape It has is. a disclaimer here, Rachel, for the tomato. If you would read it. It's closely. a culinary vegetable. It counts. Shut up. Don't <laughs> fucking yell at me, BuzzFeed. You sentient quiz um, website. There's tomato, red pepper, beetroot, and radish. Who calls it beetroot? Um, what is this, Arthur? Sorry. <laughs> I'll stop. Out of these, I'm going with red pepper. Okay, so this is fucked up. I like all four of these. All right, I'm scarred by beets because I thought that they were fucking... Jello. Yeah, That's at a salad so bar. That's so fucking annoying. And then I just really went to town and then i've just never wanted it ever since what i want to know is why the fuck you would put jello on your salad it was on the side i was like oh a nice little jello bit what is a seder plate like i was like fucking seven shut up i don't give a shit um i love the earthiness of a radish and that crispy crunchum but a red pep a red Mm -hmm. pep is just bellissimo you know i'm gonna go with red pep yeah Oh. Choose a green vegetable. We got cucumber, green beans, bok choy, and watercress. No offense, but the fact that watercress is on here is such a wild card to me. Yeah, like there are so many green vegetables. Broccoli? Have you heard of her? Zucchini? The Brussels? Yeah, okay, I'm going with cucumber, which probably is a fruit. <laughs> I really don't want to go with all the same answers, but I have to go cucumber too out of all of those. I eat at least one cucumber a day. Yeah, <laughs> Like it's a full great. ass long. That's how you get your day's water content is through cucumber. One cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> Choose an orange vegetable. <laughs> Pumpkin, which I think is also another fruit to be honest. Butternut squash, carrot, or sweet potato. Well, would that make a butternut squash also a fucking? To be honest, I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Um, okay, so pumpkins, love the spice, but just regular pumpkins, not using them a lot in my day-to-day, only here for the pie and the latte. I'm going to go with sweet potato. Butternut squash can be good. Carrots, they're a classic staple. Um, Sweet potatoes. you know. I'm going to go with carrot, you know. You can munch on those on their own. You can add them into a lot of things. They're good soft or hard, just like other things <laughs> choose a leafy green spinach kale collard greens or romaine lettuce we no don't know of, her no offense but if you pick romaine after the 2018 she had it's a it's a no for me i uh i would pick chard if i'm being oh no actually where is my arugula yeah i know you your arugula is your top <laughs> i out of all of these i'm going with spinach out of all of these i'm picking collard greens because it's the closest to chard Choose a stem vegetable. Celery, asparagus, rhubarb, or leek. So rhubarb's a veggie? Uh, I guess. It's like people, it's like celery, but red, and you put it in pie. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Ooh, leeks. They're sandy, though. You gotta wash them, like, so much. Like, I know you need to wash all your vegetables, but you gotta really wash a leek. I'm going asparagus. I love those bitches. I love celery. <laughs> I do. Wow. <laughs> you were getting celery and I was getting rosé. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite snacks used to be dipping celery in peanut butter. You know, the wow. ants on a log. I am so white. Did you um, put the raisins on it? Uh, chocolate chips because I'm fucking lame. Oh, yeah, interesting. Man. I was innovative. That is innovative. Choose- he also used to make what I would call like suburban um, cookie dough, where you took vanilla yogurt and put chocolate chips in it and pretended it was ice cream. Yeah. That's innovation. That was innovation. Choose a cruciferous veggie. Yes. What the fuck is cruciferous? I mean? forget, but I honestly, this is like such a vibe. This is going to be the hardest choice. This out is of like all which these. vegetable can cast a spell on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Which one is the most magical? Crucio, you know? Oh, so I guess broccoli's over here. Got it. Broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, and Brussels sprout. I guess uh, they're all related because the cabbage just looks like a very big Brussels sprout. Yeah, they are. Now, I'm a big fan of red cabbage. Everyone's just like, oh, it's that crunchy shit in a salad that I don't eat, I, that I eat around. And what I say to that is, I used to off. be that. 
<laughs> I used to be that person, but now I also enjoy the red cabbage slivers. I love a good cabbage, but broccoli is just, ah, oh, love those trees, but I'm a Brussels. I have to go with Brussels, too. I know that we spice them up. Like, I, I don't eat them raw. Like Who eats a raw Brussels sprout? I don't know, but, like, I... There's a lot oh, of there's a lot animal. of prep that goes into the Brussels sprouts. I could just throw a bag of broccoli into a pot of water and there I you go. I could eat raw broccoli too. Shout out to the uh, Trader Joe's employee who dragged us for buying five bags of broccoli. Broccoli. Oh my god. Yeah, fuck that person still. Also, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up because I stopped at Whole Foods on my way back from work today and they're less I just, judgmental of my vegetables. Well, I just want to know what it is. I feel like Whenever you buy a large quantity of a certain fruit or vegetable, or just vegetable, actually, oh my god, they t- they drag the cucumbers in there. They, it's like there's a disbelief of like, what are you gonna do with all this? We buy five bags of broccoli, and it's like, what are you doing with all this broccoli? I'm putting literally, it in my freezer for when I ate a bunch of crappy. Food. I eat it as a snack. I literally Please. am fucked up. I eat broccoli steamed with lemon juice when I need something green because I've been eating dumb shit. Yeah, and it's fucking great. And so then the cucumber... Drag me. You just snack on when you're, like, hungry, but you don't want to really eat a lot, and it's, like, fucking solid water. I eat cucumber for, like, everything. Like, oh, I have a headache? Eat a cucumber. Like, I'm becoming that bitch. Oh, like, you're you're nauseous, but you need to eat something so that you can take medicine. I don't know. You're sick. Eat a fucking cucumber. It's the new white rice. So I got four cucumbers at... Whole Foods, and he was just like, oh, what are you doing with all these cucumbers? Making some drinks? Because I guess <gasps> like, he put it into drinks. And I was just like... Yes, cucumber water. Um, <laughs> no, I just eat them. I just eat them. I, as just, a, eat I them. just eat them as a snack late at night when I... <laughs> late at night! <laughs> I, I said that because I was just thrown off by this question, and he was like, oh, wow, I'm going to have to try that sometime. <laughs> I'm going to have to try a raw cuke. Honestly, spread the fucking gospel. Yes. Choose a root vegetable. We've got potatoes. Sweet potato again makes an appearance. (laughs) Yam or turnips. I mean, I have to go, especially since they've got the classic golden potatoes here. Yes. I got to go with those. When given the option, those small boys. Of course. Uh, And then choose another vegetable that I couldn't figure out how to group. Uh, Aubergine, corn, peas, or mushroom. Ooh. I mean, do I stay true to my brand? Yes, because that's what I would pick out of all of these. It has to be corn. I think I would pick corn too, if given the option. There's just a lot that you can do with corn. <laughs> wow. There really is. You can make it bread. Yeah. You can fire it up. Anyway, what well, did you get? I got mango. Me too. Uh, your favorite are these exotic delights. Honestly, these violent delights are violent. <laughs> not my favorite fruit, to be honest. Yeah, not my favorite. I was fucking banana. I would eat a mango. Yeah, I like mango. It's very good, but not my favorite. I just feel like that BuzzFeed guy's where he's like, Mango and I, we didn't connect or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Please go watch that video. We did answer like half of that quiz the same, so... I want to know... I would what? love for, like our last episode of this show to just be talking about Squeezy's unspeakable moments and then also having somebody from BuzzFeed explain the quiz algorithm to me. Ooh, can we honestly, let's send a probe out, (laughs) which is a phrase I've been saying too much, and see if we can get someone that works at BuzzFeed on the pod and get some To spill all their secrets, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Comment down below. (laughs) All right, let's get into some questions. We're going to start off from some questions from our patreon binges over at patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. wow yeah give it a four out of five what <laughs> oh i did stumble yeah you stumbled, stumble. you stumbled in the little a little in the middle but you stuck the landing so well you stumbled yeah to i just did too so we're just not gonna fucking talk about it so okay, okay. <laughs> first question um from cassandra <laughs> do you have any recommendations on plants that are non-toxic to chunks that are kind of drapey I have Dream. pots that hang from the ceiling, and I want some plants to put in them, but I also don't want my cats to maybe eat them. Beans. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer. While I do have a lot of research on indoor house plants and their toxicity, I still recommend every single plant I recommend to 100% 
double, triple check on the ASPCA to make sure. I am not trying to inadvertently kill your pets. Yes. Disclaimer. That's a disclaimer. However, I do have some options for you. Burrow's tail succulents, bitch. They are non-toxic. They are really cute. And they are succulents that end up becoming drapey boys. Waxy little I drapes. Oh, they're really cool looking. Um, another drapey one. Boston ferns. Also non-toxic, also air purifying. Semi-drapey. Yes. Right? Yes. They get there. More of like a Sally Draper, if you will. Um Was that a cactus boy that we had at Christmas one? Was that non-toxic? I, mean, I don't it's, remember. It's a cactus, so they don't really fuck with it, and it's not the most drapiest of it did plants, let, but... I don't know. I don't remember. I don't feel comfortable recommending it. <clears throat> yeah, forget that. She already died anyway. Yeah, she's not even here. She's so. not with us anymore. Oh, I am not positive on Mother of Pearls or String of Pearls. I feel like they are, but double check on that one, but I think that's one of them. But it sucks, because, like, Pothos and, like... Or pothos, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. All of those kinds and like the ivies and all of those things, like trailing plants, they're all fucking poisonous. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of a bitch. But I would say burrow's tail definitely and Boston ferns. Oh, yeah. spider plants. They're kind of semi drapey ish. It's hard. There's a lot of plants that are toxic. Yeah. So that's why we have a lot of cactuses and yeah. succulents. Suck. <laughs> Um, Dana Marie asked, I'm about to go back to grad school and I've been struggling with organization and scheduling. Do you guys have any advice on how to keep your schedule? Well, I did. I'm not. Okay. Well, first of all, I've never been to grad school and it probably requires a little bit more effort than what I'm doing. Yes. However, I have tried a new thing that has been working for me and it is getting a calendar that's not like a planner that lets you look ahead. Okay, so and not even like a calendar that you flip through. I got one of those like it's essentially a giant post-it note that has the days of the week and then you just write in what week it is. It's like the size of a piece of paper, guys, but it's like a giant post-it note. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just like recycle the paper at the end of the week. Yeah. And so it lets me just keep my shit to one fucking week because I get really I'm like the worst person to ever have a planner, bullet journaling, any of that. I could never because I get so ahead of myself and I'm like, but in three months from now, there's a birthday and like possibly like I just go crazy on all of the other things that could be happening. And then I don't focus on the shit that I need to get done like here and now. And so it's been really helpful for me to just have one of those. I think they're called like. Oh shit. There's like a real name for them on Etsy that I, I got mine on Etsy. I could like tweet it, but it's like. It's like desktop, I don't know, like work week in a mat. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. But get you get you. what I mean. It's like your week in advance or something like that or something like a week, a look at a week or whatever. Yes. And it just keeps me to those seven fucking pleasure-filled days. And <laughs> I just write it in and it gives me enough space that I can get all my shit in there and I cross off and everything and like move things around. And then at the end of the week, I peel it off, throw it in the recycle, start a new week, schedule out my stuff on Sunday and add things throughout the week. And it keeps me really focused. And so far it's been very helpful. So I have been doing something new this year that uh, is kind of similar, a little bit different though. I used to keep all my shit in my phone's calendar. Right. And that I thought was good. Because, like, I have a note on my phone that's just, like, where I quickly would jot down things that I need to remember. Right. Um, I couldn't do that. I'm not good at digital planning. So, it turns out that I'm not either. Because I've been doing that for so long, but I would just... I'm just getting so stressed about it. And, like... They're called desk notepads, by the way. Okay. So, I'm, like, associating my phone with, like, this calendar. And, like, the calendar is, like, super jumbled and messy. And I'm not keeping it organized. And so, I got myself a small spiral notebook that is, like, the same thing where if you open up to a page, like, the two pages that you see is, like, a week's worth of spots. Um, And so, that way, I can look ahead. And, like, I can, like, if I have something in, like, three weeks... I'll go ahead, I'll write it in, and then I'll never fucking look at that page again until I come up to it. And right. I'm like, oh, hey, I've got that this week. I totally forgot about that. But then, like, I can focus on the week that I have. I can write in. I can cross out. I can just focus on what I have. And the best part for me is that, like, I have this little book that I have it all in. And I look at, I take time, especially on Sundays because it starts 
on a Monday and it goes through the weekend. Right, that's when I, I do mine too. On Sundays, I go to it and I fucking plan out my week. And then I don't look at it until, like, the beginning of each day. I just look and see what the hell I have to do. And if I, like, do stuff, I'll cross it off in the list. But otherwise... That or book, add stuff Yeah, stuff comes out. That book is away. And it's not, like, tethered to, like, this device that I use all the time. Yeah. And it's been really nice. And I only just got... I would have probably had something similar to yours. But I just got a book thing because I take it to work with me. Yeah, mine's, mine's yeah. great because I keep it on my desk. <laughs> and yeah. it's great. Also, I just wanted to shout out where I got mine. I got it from the Etsy seller. Phoebe and June, and it's her uh, weekly planner notepad. There's like a million titles. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was 16 bucks. It comes with enough pages, I think, for like a full year. Yep. So you're good. And it was cute. I mean, there's tons of Etsy sellers that sell stuff like that, um, but that's just worked really well for me. But yeah, if you're portable, I would recommend just getting a planner. Um, I don't know, but some people like love the digital planning because there's like color coding. I mean, I guess you could do that with markers and stuff, but like there's, there are some things with like reminders and stuff that, like I said, I keep my phone like notification free. I just don't like typing things out because I am the type of planner. I'm like the anti-bullet journal. Bullet journals are all about like it looking nice and precise and like very neat. If I got to pull out a ruler, it's a no for me. Yeah, I can't. And I understand like- I'm not dragging it, but like it's just- I can't. It's just like, not how my brain can do it. Yeah. So I get it, but I can't do it. So for me, I'm a scribble and cross out kind of person. Like I know you write yours in pencil because you like to erase. I like to scribble, draw arrows. Like I'm, it still looks really fucking messy, but it's just the way that it works for me. Yeah. And so far it's been good and I've been tackling my fucking tasks. Yep. But yeah. I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. I think like, planning now there's like so many ways and like methods of doing it that like is like super personal now and you just have to like fuck around with different ways until you find one that like really works for you yeah um it's like a whole industry now it's it is it's wild you can make a lot of money making stuff (laughs) yeah you really can i've thought i've considered it people have asked me to make planner stickers Mm -hmm. because i'm gonna be making stickers i am planning on just making like decoration stickers for now yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. To get I'm your doing. feet wet, yeah. Yeah. Well, how um, did that fucking phrase start? To get your feet wet. Your foot in the door. A foot in the door, I understand. Because you put your foot in the water to, like, test it out. I jump. I'm a jump. Wow. Were you a dip your toe, or were you a jump in the pool? Dip. Oh, I'm a jump. I'm yeah. a Pisces. You're a fake. I'm a Pisces, too. Stop. I've, you're... I don't know, man. <laughs> you can't be written by the stars. <sighs> And the last Patreon question is from Travis, who said, I recently started Gilmore Girls, just finished season one, and with as few spoilers as possible, are there any moments that come to mind that I should prepare myself emotionally for? This mm-hmm. show feels like it can be a real emotional roller coaster at times. Without spoilers, yes. <laughs> Jess. All of se- <laughs> Jess. All of season five, is it? You know what I'm talking about. Um, Pretty much. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really give, hard to do. I don't want to give anything away. How long have you been listening to our show? Because um, there's a lot of spoilers throughout the entirety of yeah, this podcast. Shit. So please don't go back if you really want to avoid spoilers. Yeah. I would say, like, it's not a show that is... Con- it's not like a parenthood or a This Is Us where, like, you're constantly fucking... This Is Us is just fucked up at this point. They're just, like... They're manipulating gonna- you Yeah, they it. are. They're just like, we're gonna fucking figure out your sensitivities and we're gonna exploit them. <laughs> <laughs> um... I wonder if they, like, test their scripts in front of people. And they have like, to. Do- are you crying? Yeah. You know? And they're not just a room full they of They actually have, you know? like cups underneath everybody's face and they measure the amount of tears that they've collected and they're like oh it's only like that's an emmy winning episode right that's there. A, that's it's only gallon. six millimeters of tears guys we need to do more <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck um but it definitely there are definitely some fucking moments that i can think of that really just tug at the old heartstrings yeah yes you just tap your chest like tug at the old <laughs> I, I don't know everyone knew what i meant God. I feel like people can notice that there was definitely a moment here in the middle of the podcast where the coffee kicked in and we were like, whoa, crazy. Yeah, and I'm, then now I'm not tired anymore, but I know as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to black out and forget <laughs> what the fuck I are about to fucking go nosedive. Like, I can't wait to play Red Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, next question. I recently started drinking coffee for the first time in my life, but all I fuck with is a vanilla iced coffee. Does that make me a fraud? A fraud? No. I thought you were going to say a frog, and I was like, ribbit. Well, maybe. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't make you a fraud? No, I, listen, in like 2010, I probably would have said some shit about you. I made like rant videos about like annoying customers at Starbucks. I remember that video. Legitimately, yes. Which, like, if you think about it, I was literally working at a company, making a video, dragging our customers, and I didn't get fired. That's how wild the internet was in 2010. I took it down, like, a couple years later, because I was like, ooh, actually, that could be bad. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I still never got fucked over for that. (laughs) I, the universe should have fucked me over for that. That's probably why, I don't know, I got fucked over. (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, no. So, wait, you got fucked over? Wait. I think. Um. <laughs> at one point. Listen, drink your fucking coffee the way you goddamn like it, and live your truth, and thrive. That's all I have to yeah. say. <laughs> uh, this question is more for you than it is for me, but uh, how has your music taste developed or changed throughout the years? It has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Not even at all? A little I get bit. dragged regularly on Instagram from people being like, haha, this just brought me back to 2008. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm fucking living there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I watched Brendan Urie do his like Twitch stream the other day where he was doing covers and he played fucking Fortnite. <laughs> and then I just re-downloaded the first two Panic albums. And so that's what I've been listening to the last like five days. So <laughs> I don't know. I, if anything, I just find more shit that sounds like shit I listened to in fucking middle school. And that's it. I also am very much like I look up songs that are in TV shows when I'm like, ooh, this is a vibe. Because I also love... One of the jobs that I wish I had had at one point would be to pick the music for a scene. Like, I don't know. Something about that part of making film and TV is so essential. I think we've all had that time where we we have that song that we know that we put on when we're walking to work or school or something and we're like yeah this is like the opening credits to my movie yeah i just think that that's such a a fascinating job to like because the emotion is in the music and it's telling the viewer how to feel and all this shit so i love that it's why score is so cool and so i am like constantly downloading music i just hear in television and movies and then like when i listen to them i am put into that emotional state it's like in the sims where there's an object and you it's, you're like <laughs> enable emotional aura and then suddenly they're flirty or yeah. whatever that's me so i do that i i do need like more recommendations because i don't have spotify and i think spotify is better probably at like finding you music that you would like if you listen yes. to whatever and like playlists and all these things but if you guys have any recommendations based off of the shit that i play on instagram hit me up i also have no more storage on my phone <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know uh next question do your chomkers do your chomkers tails ever puff up if so what provokes the puffle puff interesting so <laughs> there's two levels of puff there's squeezy (laughs) so squeezy is a very slender tail (laughs) and it only gets puffed right at the base where his ass is and And he's really trying and he's trying so hard to inflate that tail but it just it's just the edge (laughs) and he only does that when he's like just wanting a bunch of love he's purring and he just woke up from a nap and he's like all over you and you're like giving him a lot of pets or if something really spooks him yeah i don't think he's ever Maybe like five times total in his life. There's been some times where he's gotten really spooked and like his entire body's kind of like poofed a little bit more. He he crabs more than he puffs. Yes. If that makes sense. Crab puffs. I love this. (laughs) Now, Lila, her tail. Literally, like you've seen photos of how thick Lila is. Her tail will match the thickness of her body. Lila, we have a photo of it and we could post it on Twitter. There's a photo of her tail where it is the exact same width as her ass. And her ass is huge. (laughs) And that was from love. When you... When she, <laughs> when she like wants a bunch of attention and she's just like, you know, like rubbing up against your legs and stuff and like trailing around you wanting you to pet her and you don't give her the attention, she just gradually becomes thicker and puffed <laughs> until you give her all the love. You just have to squeeze her. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you have to do. But she very rarely gets puffed from fear. <laughs> she gets more flicky. 
is what we call yeah. it. When her tail just has like, it's just going. <laughs> like it just has a mind of its own. Cause she doesn't really like Squeezy's the one whose tail never stops. Do you think she's like replicating Squeezy? I don't know. You never know. I don't know. You don't know. I wish I knew her mind. Yeah. I got yeah, to the point too. where my therapist now knows both of their names. Like, she, she, I said something. I was like, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. And she it was like, oh, why? And she she thought it was going to be like this deep thing. And I was like, oh, it's one of my cats like was sleeping on me in a really uncomfortable way. And she said, Lila. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wow, I love that. I was like, that's so fucking great. Wow, you guys are infamous. I know. All right. Well, I think that about uh, rounds it up, boys. Yeah. So uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out. We... We'll be back in two weeks. <sighs> yes. Yes. That's now that we're on time. Fridays, it's going to feel even like longer. So I'm sorry. Why? I don't know. Because it's, it's the end the of the week. Of time it's in between. Same, but it's is it in your mind? <laughs> time is fake anyway. So yeah. technically, we'll be back when we are meant to be back. Because wow. time doesn't mean anything. I need to sleep. Yes. Um, all right. Benches, stay tuned. Rest of y'all, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, Benches, so we have a treat for you this week. It is what DCOM you are. Yes. Love it. Cheers. Uh, we're going to start off with Courtney, who is Cowbells. Sarah Booth is stepsister from Planet Weird. And Corbeil is Cadet Kelly. Get down here. Angelica Feliz is the color of friendship. Sarah and Paul are smart house. Allie Chandler is Allie Cat's strike. Which, why haven't we watched that one yet? It's about bowling. I've hello. never seen that one, so that's why I didn't make you watch uh, it. Jess Monagle is Miracle in Lane 2. That's an iconic one. Uh, Taylor Sutton is Twitches. Amy Raid Felix is Rip Girls. Which, honestly, like, that's about surfing, but honestly, how funny is that title? <laughs> yeah. Rip, Rip. Girls. <laughs> That was before the meme. I know. Yoana Tartaglini is double-teamed. Lauren Niaz is Twas the Night. Kim Vandersloos is Girl vs. Monster. Hannah Patelis is Halloween Town. Kimberly Prose is Camp Rock. Teague Phillips is Go Figure. Brooke Renee is Ready to Run. Savannah Pelissier is High School Musical. Chantel Piot is The Cheetah Girls. I don't know why I went there, honestly. <laughs> Grandma is Geek Charming. Same. I've never heard of that. That has to be like a there's 2017 some, There's some newer one. ones in here, yeah. Uh, Sophie Jaramillo is Horse Sense. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Chelsea Grundy is Get a Clue. Stephanie Lee is Life is Rough, spelled like pupper doggo language. <laughs> Michelle Cox is Phantom of the Megaplex. Rebecca Mack is Motocrossed. Leslie Wright is Luck of the Irish. Gwen Stowe is Genius. Kat Schultz is Johnny Capahala back on board. God bless. Jason Gonzalez is The 13th Year. Jess Adams is A Ring of Endless Light. That sounds like... That just sounds dark and like... Oh. That just sounds like a real movie, you know? Not a DC. The Ring of Endless Light sounds like... They're like... I just like envision like a ring of endless light and then I know that like I'm gonna have a good day, you know? Like, I wake up every morning and I envision a ring of endless light. And then I make my this... matcha. You get me? No. Okay. <laughs> Someone out there fucking got me. Okay. Uh, Daisy Blossom Dottie is Don't Look Under the Bed. Sonia Vazbrun is Brink. Juanita Cara is Johnny Tsunami. Liz Holbrook is Hounded. Chloe Ireland is Cloud Nine. Caitlin Whalen is Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Oh my god, that's a cheap shot, honestly. <laughs> Flynn is Mom's Got a Date with a Vlynpire. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Knight is The Other Me. And Rachel Evans is Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam, which I never saw. Wow. Fake what fan. is it with me not seeing the very last movie? I never saw the very last high school musical because it was in theaters and I couldn't get like my parents to let me go. Yeah. Cause I, and I, at the time, I mean, I probably had to be old enough, so. <laughs> Should've just gone. Why didn't I go? I yeah. just don't think any of my friends wanted to go. And I well, never saw the second one. they're not real friends. You're right. <laughs> uh, the other benches are the High School Musical 3 we never saw. Okay, we've got Alexa. Stephanie H. Samantha Grace. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. Thank y'all for supporting this piece of shit. Thank um, you for bopping to the top this week, if you will. What? What? Okay. Oh my God. Don't scare me like that, it's honey. It's because the first bench in the second bench category is her name. Oh, my God. And so she was listening, and no. she thought we were thanking her, and she said, you bet. Holy fuck. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Well, then. Thank that you. That was wild. 
Lila is here so, now, so we gotta go. With that, we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye!